Welcome to the Arl Knots Podcast special Halloween episode 2017, Halloween 2017. The year of our Lord, 2017. This is Craven. This is Zach. And uh, we are Arl Knots. Uh, we're posting the podcast here today on YouTube, as well as in all of the other usual spots, because we have a sort of special episode lined up for you for the holiday. We've got some special guest appearances for this special episode, this spooky episode. Very special, spooky, scary episode. And we also, (laughs) the last time we posted a podcast on our channel, some people were actually confused about who we were. Because they said that they must have subscribed to our channel a while ago and didn't remember why. And then a podcast popped in there and they were like, who are these guys? Yeah. So we are the Arl Knots. We are the two men behind all the videos you've ever seen on the Arl Knots channel. Coming up in today's podcast, some general ramblings, some channel updates, and some scary spooky stories. An Arl Knots style horror anthology, which in case you want to skip over just the two of us going off about random things, you can skip right to seven minutes and 18 seconds. So if you joined us last year for Halloween, you remember uh, that we did a, a spooky episode where we kind of did our own personal stories that we put like a, a horror flavor to with some sound design and some goofy music. So we took that a, a step further this year and we brought in some some old campfire classics from uh, from our favorite book growing up, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. You might remember that series from their just nightmarish artwork by Stephen Gamble, the inky, you know, yeah, Alvin, like bloody, uh, scary. What was it? Scary stories to tell in the dark yeah. by uh, Alvin Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah. Who, uh, we, I think we talked about this in a, in a previous podcast possibly. I think last Halloween actually. We might've. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they brought in a new illustrator who was good, but very different from, from Gamble. Uh, it, and it was kind of a bummer because, uh, those really were some nightmare inducing they were, but that also animal. like that made you as a child like reconcile some very real fears about life. And you, I feel like the people that decided to censor it were people our age who grew up with the books and were like, "No way, my children is my children are going to look at those books and feel the way I did." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's new drawings, uh, but um, yeah, we're big fans of those and the, the, of that book and the sequel. More scary stories, <laughs> spooky stories, to tell in the dark. So we've got our own sort of retelling of those stories coming up soon. But before then, we're going to start up with uh, just a couple of updates, just general things that are going on. Yeah, we've released a few videos recently. If you, in case you missed them, there was a new FFC, the fictional fight commentary series that we are big fans of hoping that it does well. <laughs> it's a fun series. Um, we love doing them. And this one is Batman versus Superman. So if you're unfamiliar with that series, Craven and I sort of take on the roles of UFC color commentators and just call movie fights as if they're real fights so there's yes. there's jokes we've got uh we've got another non episode six star wars video coming out that's going to be pretty funny and pretty interesting that we're excited to share that's in the works can't give up too much on that yet because the joke is the video uh so we're not <laughs> we're going to give that away but uh look out for that very soon probably within the next week and a half or so we hope and uh also we are wrapping up on the extended version of You Spin Me Round Like a Record, the version as featured in the How to Make a Blockbuster trailer video. So that's going to be a single that's going to be released in the next couple days. I guess by the time you're listening to this, it might actually even be out or available on Bandcamp. 
Um, and if you're one of our very generous patrons, then you can look out for that in your inbox. You will most likely have it sooner because it takes a few days for it to be approved uh, across the storefronts like iTunes and things like that. But on Patreon, we can just upload it directly and just give it to you whenever we want. So Yeah, we've had, had a lot of fun um, creating the full version, which there was no full version <laughs> of that of that cover. You know, it was meant as a joke to be within the trailer, sort of poking fun at uh, people doing covers of classic songs in, in movie trailers. But Zach and I were talking about it the other day, and Zach kind of mentioned that it was sort of reverse engineering. Instead of starting with something serious and then making sort of a, like finding a joke, the joke out of it, we had to do the reverse and take the joke and then make a serious remix out of it so but it was really cool it's really fun and yeah. uh silver latomi was all she was on board for it and she's she's so she's excited about it and she's great on it so. yeah she's phenomenal uh what other else general news going on general news i don't know just you know we just can't you know this is our favorite time of the year we say that um every year <laughs> but it is halloween's awesome for me it's just halloween but also the fall yeah fall. you know what i've always wanted to do though i've always wanted to do that ultimate now I live in an apartment, right? so I can't really do it. But I've always wanted to, you know, get one of my friends who's got actually his own house or her own house, and and do the full on Halloween treatment to it. You know, like like the neighborhood shattering Halloween display. You know, like just the ghost projections and the um. There, there's a type of my brother is is kind of a he's kind of like that too. He does this thing. Oh, I forget what it's called. There's a name for it. It's like the something ghost. And it's a particular type of contraption. It's a contraption that basically shoots a ghost around in the air <laughs> from oh. like from like your roof out to your garage and then back to your roof. And it's on like a pulley system. All I can picture is like badminton. What is like? It's like a what is it? A shuttlecock? Is that what the the? It's yeah, basically like covered in some type of light cloth. You yeah. know, can, just getting blown back and forth. That sounds awesome though. That's yeah. It's uh, it's called the Axeworthy Ghost. So look that up. We live on the East Coast, New York, New Jersey, apartment buildings. It's really hard to sort of to maximize our holiday expressions. Like people don't even, I can't even like deal with trick or treaters. Cause they just, they don't, they just knock on the ground floor door. You know, my landlady lives on the ground floor. She gives candy and that's it. There's no like trawling through our apartment building. So yeah. I can't even do like be the, 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 the weird guy with the, you know, with the best candy in the neighborhood, you know? So it's, we're just giving out toothbrushes. Oh, that, that guy, <laughs> that guy. Could, don't, don't be that guy. Don't be ever be that guy. Is I could be that guy, and then they couldn't egg my place because it's an apartment building. Like I'd see you. It was like, hey, you're in my hallway, little shits. I like, see you. <laughs> I see you. Well, how about on that note? Um, why Let's don't bring we our first guest? Yeah. Why don't we send this over to our sto- our uh, our storytellers? Uh, so with, without without further ado, enjoy even more scary all, all stories all to tell in the dark. Even more scary stories to piss your beds in the dark. <laughs> Uh, extreme ultimate edition enjoy good evening everyone I'm Bane I'm here to regale you with a tale about the darkness I was born in the darkness, molded by it. When you live in the darkness, you tell horror stories about the light. So this tale is no big deal for someone like me. But for you, it will chill your bones. I call this one 
the dare. One night, on the outskirts of a large city somewhere in America, a young rich boy threw a party at his mansion. He invited all of his friends from school. As the night went on, they began telling scary stories. One girl said she had heard an urban legend about an old cave near the boy's house. According to the story, a monster lived in the cave that was half a man, half a bat. If he ever caught any little boys or little girls in his cave at night, he would grab them and bite them, turning them into a bat to live in his cave forever. I would never go into that cave after dark, said one boy. You're all a bunch of morons, laughed the boy who owned the mansion. The man-bat is a silly superstition. I can't believe you take it seriously. The girl who had told the story sneered. Big talk for someone safe in their big mansion. You'd probably feel differently if you actually went into the cave. It wouldn't make a difference, replied the boy haughtily. Okay then, prove it, said the girl. We'll all go to the cave together and wait while you go all the way in. The man bat doesn't scare me, said the boy. I'll do it right now. You have to prove you really did it, said the girl. Otherwise, you might check it out. She took a knife from the kitchen drawer and handed it to the boy. Go in as far as you can and stick this in the ground, she said. When we go in tomorrow at sunrise, we'll know how far you went. The group of kids set out for the cave, and then they reached the opening they gathered in a circle. All of them stared at the boy. He tried to pretend he wasn't scared, but he'd hoped they didn't see him shivering in fear. With the knife clutched tightly in his hand, he stepped into the cave and made his way to the back. The cave was dark, and what little light found its way inside cast strange, unnerving shadows. Eventually, he made it to the end of the cave. There's nothing to be scared of, the boy told himself. It's just a stupid story. He raised the knife above his head and thrust it into the earth. The boy was about to turn and leave when he felt something holding him back. He couldn't move. Something was tugging at his pant leg and dragging him down. Help! He cried. He's got me! He's got me! His friends heard his screams and ran inside to help. When they found him, he was crouched on the ground, rocking back and forth, mumbling, I'm a bat now. I'm a bat now. The other children looked down and saw the knife. Without realizing it, the boy had plunged it through his pant leg and pinned himself to the ground. But it was too late. The poor boy lost his mind that night. Some say to this day, if you walk by the cave at night and listen carefully, 
you can hear a voice saying, I am the bat. Let that be a lesson to you boys and girls. The darkness is only our enemy if you let it be. Seriously, what kind of baby lets his fears consume him and dictate who he is? All right, thank you, thank Bane. you, Bane. Yeah, for thank that, you. Uh, that not at all personal attack yes, of a story <laughs> against somebody. Uh, for our next guest, you might recognize him from such videos as uh, React. He's a very he's very big in the reaction world right now. So we're ha- we're glad to have him here as a real person that's in our studio. Please enjoy a retelling of the classic ghost story, The Guests. of spookiness, and today I have a ghost story guaranteed to terrify the younglings and oldlings alike. What makes this story so scary is that it might be true. A young man and his wife were on a trip to visit his mother on Tatooine. Usually they arrive in time for supper, but they had a late start, and now the twin suns were setting. So they decided to look for a place to stay overnight and drive on in the morning. Just off the road, they saw a small moisture farm. Maybe they rent rooms, said the wife. So they stopped to ask. A friendly looking old man and woman came to the door. They didn't rent rooms, they said, but they would be glad to have them stay overnight as their guests. They had an extra room since their nephew had left to join the military and they would enjoy the company. The old woman brought out some blue milk and cake, and the four of them talked for a while. Then the young couple were taken to their room. They insisted on paying for everything, but the old man said he would not accept their money. The young couple got up early the next morning, before the hosts had awakened. On their way out, they left an envelope with some money in it on the table near the front door to pay for the room. Then they went on to the next town. They stopped at a cantina and had breakfast. When they told the owner where they had stayed, he was shocked. That can't be, he said. That farm burned to the ground ten years ago, and the man and woman who lived there were executed by stormtroopers. The young couple could not believe it, so they went back to the farm. Only now, there was no farm. All they found was a burnt-out shell They stood staring at the ruins, trying to understand what had happened. Then the woman screamed. Near the rubble were two badly burned skeletons. And in the hand of one of those skeletons was the envelope. The very same envelope that they had left earlier that morning. I hope you enjoyed that tale of terror. Sleep well. Sleep well. All right, Kylo Ren good, killed it with that good one. Good one. Yeah, that was the that was uh, not so sure about master of spookiness. 
All right, and, is, uh, is and you relevant know, you, and familiar, <laughs> and is, is all the best elements of, of horror were present. You know, is one hundred percent. We've got one more lined up for you, and you know who it is. Without further ado, enjoy our third our final guest. Our final guest. Boys and girls, it's your old friend, Creepio. I've been invited here to share a completely normal story from my everyday life. The tale I will share with you now also contains a valuable lesson, which is never judge a book by its cover. I call this one, Wait Till Martin Comes. One night, I decided that in order to clear my head, I should go for a nice walk. Eventually, I was greeted by a storm, so I decided to look for a place to take shelter. Soon, I came upon an old house. I ran up and knocked on the door, but nobody answered. Hello? By now, the rain was threatening to drown me. Thunder was booming and lightning was flashing. So I decided to try the door. When I found it unlocked, I went inside. Except for a pile of wooden boxes, the house was completely empty. So I broke up some of the boxes and made a fire. Then I sat down in front of the fire to dry myself off. It was so warm and cozy that I fell asleep and drifted into a wonderful dream. When I woke up, a small black cat was sitting near the fire. It stared at me for a while, and then it purred. There's a good kitty, I said, and then I drifted off to sleep once again. When I opened my eyes, there was a second cat in the room. This one as big as a wolf. It looked at me very closely and it asked, Shall we do it now? No, said the smaller cat. Let's wait till Martin comes. I thought to myself, I must still be dreaming. So I closed my eyes again. I took another look, but now there was a third cat in the room. This one as big as a tiger. It looked me over and it asked, shall we do it now? No, said the others. Let's wait till Martin comes. I asked myself, could the simple act of closing my eyes be causing these creatures to not only multiply, but also increase in size? There was only one way to find out. I resolved right then and there to keep my eyes open as long as possible to see what happened next. Hours passed and the fire burned down until the only light in the room emanated from my unblinking gaze. The cats became visibly uncomfortable as I stared at them ceaselessly. The smallest cat gave in and nervously asked, So, are we going to do it now? I replied, I thought we were all going to wait till Martin comes. The cats traded uneasy glances. And I jumped up and I reached out at them. The night is cold and long, I screamed, and I need your precious fur. Give me your precious fur! I chased them about, but they were too fast for me. They broke through the window and they ran off into the safety of the dreary night. 
tired once again, I sat back down by the dying fire and closed my eyes to find warmth in my dreams. When I finally awoke, I saw before me the biggest cat of them all. This one as big as a bantha. Where are my friends? He asked. And I responded. They ran away because I tried to take their fur. But that's fine, because I knew all I had to do was close my eyes and wait till Martin comes. That was Creepio turning the tables uh, in a very surprising twist on the horror genre. The, the typical horror formula. Thank you, Creepio. We will be seeing you soon. That is going to wrap it up for our Halloween podcast 2017. This is episode uh, 14, by the way. Episode 14, <laughs> Halloween 2017. I don't know if that. Um, so many numbers. Uh, thanks again to all of our patrons. As always, you guys, you guys rock. You have no idea how much you rock. Maybe you do, and you just like sit there, you know it, just like confidently nodding your head, like I, I rock, like <laughs> an exceedingly amount. Um, but yeah, and also, you know, make sure you check us out in our usual spots. We have yes. a Facebook page, we have a Twitter account, we have an Instagram account. There's fun stuff always happening there. We're always talking to people. Yep. And there's always updates on those. People sometimes people just hit the YouTube comments and ask the same questions again. It's like if you follow us anywhere else, these questions are pretty much addressed on a regular basis. So you will no longer be in the dark. In the dark. In the dark. And um, as a last and final note, thanks again to everybody who uh, threw support at us uh, for the Eminem video. Peace out. Enjoy your Halloween. 